At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello. Yep, we're here, man. Dude, Justin sent me a picture of a subway in Boston this morning, riding it. Everybody was on their phone. Everybody listening to the Sore Losers podcast. Does he just get on the subway and go, you listen to the Sore Losers? Are you listening to the Sore Losers? Are you listening to the Sore Losers? Does he do that? I don't know. I deleted the picture. I wish I would have just posted it. But there was probably 30 phones out. It's just a bunch of orbs right now in, in, in our atmosphere. Nobody even is a human anymore. I think you're right. Like If you, if you go stand in line somewhere like if this, at the sandwich shop, not one person is talking to someone else in line. Not one person is looking up. Everyone is getting a bad back and a bad spine because they are bent over looking at their damn phone. I want to talk about this in a second if we have time. Let me hit this. It all started when a dumbass met another dumbass, and they became the dumbass trio the end. All right, Arnold, get over here. Okay. How are you and Abby? You guys still kicking it? Yep, I just porked her. Arnold, don't make me get on to you, boy. Hey, Arnold's speaking a lot clearer now. He used to just kind of go, Okay! Arnold, are you coming to the convention? We haven't announced the city yet. I will if it's in Montana. What? That wasn't even a top 15 city or a state. What are you talking about, Montana? You better Bozeman your ass out of here. <laughs> hey, hey, you better find another Billings bill. Yeah, Billings that out. Uh, Billings it up. Uh, <laughs> those are the only two cities I know there. Uh, let's see. Bozeman, Billings, and Boise, Boise, Idaho. Boise, I was going to say Cheyenne, but that's, that's Wyoming. Wyoming. Ran out of our bed. Arnold, step back. I'm no, no, hold on, hold on. What else could be in... What state are we looking at? Montana. Montana. I named the the hardest. Bismarck, North Dakota. Ah, dang it, North Dakota. Um, Montana. Ooh, man, that's about it. We named them. They're those only. They only have two cities, oh, right? How embarrassed! I mean, Nashville has two. Most people outside of Nashville, Memphis and Nashville. 
Oh, Tennessee. <laughs> Name That's another it. I one. mean, Gatlinburg. Texas has three. Da- oh, I have four. Four. San Antonio, Dallas, Houston, Austin. If you really think about it. And El Paso. Thing. I mean, you think people know El Paso or is that just us? They know it because it's one of the tent markers. Hey, okay. But think about it. That's how dumb our society is. The average person names about three cities per state. That's how. And there's hundreds. There's hundreds. <laughs> I mean, hundreds. Mi- Michigan? People know a lake. Detroit. Right. Lake Michigan. Det- people know one city in Michigan. I know Flint, Michigan. Because of the water crisis. Ann Arbor. Because of Michigan. Of you, Michigan. Um, is there anywhere else in Michigan I would be able this to know? This is the dumbing down of our society, right? No. Michigan. I know Gwynn. Thanks. Because you're from there. Okay, there let's go to Georgia. Atlanta, Augusta. Yeah, and I know Lake Oconee because Dodge. And I know there. Athens because of the University of Georgia. Yes. That is, I mean, Marietta, but I think that's a suburb of Atlanta. That's where my cousins were from. Um, Dude, That's how little people travel. That's, you're I, right. I mean, dude, I, I, I mean, get out of here. It's obvious. We don't know crap about our own country. No wonder you don't know about Greece. Oh, what's over there? I don't know. Every NFL athlete and player. Okay. Kansas. Name three cities in Kansas, right? Wichita. And Nick? yours, wherever your Jayhawks are from. Lawrenceburg. Yeah. That's it. Topeka is where I was born. All right. There's a third. K-State is in. K-State. And Morgan went there. A girl on our big show, and I don't even know it. Yeah. Manhattan. Yep. Good call. Manhattan. Okay. Laramie. That's in Wyoming. That's not Montana. I know two cities in Wyoming. We got to hit it live, coach. Well, this is kind of a fun game. I don't know how fun it is to listen to. Let's do the intro and we get back to Hold it. on. Arizona. Phoenix. I just went there. So okay, I know. Phoenix. That's it. Mesa, Scottsdale. They're all hovered right next yeah, to Tempe. each other. Yeah, Tempe. Yep. Tempe. Yep. Tucson. Oh, yeah. Every single one of them, dude. They're within a cluster F of about 30 miles. Okay. Let's do it live. Hell of a bit, right? We are the one, two, three. Sore losers! What up, everybody? I am Lunchbox. I know the most about sports, so I give the sports facts, my sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius. It is Sizzin. I'm from the north. I'm an alpha male. I live on the west side of Nashville, white picket fence at our apartment community with Baser, married three years come October. Over to you. Louisiana. Nola, uh, Baton Rouge, because okay. of LSU. Those are two. Uh, that come to mind, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Dude, every state is that way. <laughs> that is crazy. It's bad, bro. But Wyoming, and I'm from there, so you said you could only name one. No, I named two. I named okay, Laramie I mean, and Cheyenne. Yeah, Laramie, Cheyenne, Casper. Um, I used to live Saratoga Encampment, Hannah, Medicine Bow, Rollins. There's eight um, over to the other part, Yellowstone, other part of the state, uh, the North Platte, Kingsford. So I can get over 10. Wow. It's about states you're in. If you don't live in a state, bro, you're hovering around two or three cities. You really are because you only you <laughs> associate it with it. And it depends. Maybe you have family that lives there. You have a sports team that uh, you're a fan of. Or you watch that is in a city or you visited there. Mm hmm. Because I've been to a lot of states, and I can't name more than two or three cities. Oklahoma. Tulsa, Oklahoma City. 
haven't really been there. Edmond is one, but I feel like that's part of Oklahoma City. Mm, Stillwater. Stillwater. That's Oklahoma State. Garth. Um, anywhere. I, I mean, that's that's all I got. But, I, I just can't believe you can't. We can't name more. But you're from Texas, so you could easily name over oh, ten I, from I, Texas. I, easy. Go. Laredo, McAllen, El Paso, Austin, Dallas, San Antonio, Houston, Seguin, uh, Maynard, uh, Luling. Those uh, are ten. Uh, that was good. Gerald. Uh, McKinney. Elysian Fields. Marshall. San Angelo. Midland. Yep. Yeah. I, I can name all of Texas. I love how you hovered along the border there for a second. <laughs> oh, Beaumont. <laughs> I mean, I can name so many. Any non-border cities? Holotus. <laughs> Holotus. Home of the uh, Strawberry uh, Festival. Uh, Luling. Home of the Watermelon Thump. I wouldn't mind an old boysenberry thump. That's all I got on the cities. Hey. I think that game's over. But before, no, we're not getting yours yet. Oh, I want to come in here and say, USA! USA! USA, we suck. We suck. I mean, I do not know how the number one team in the world, the U.S. women's team, can be this bad. They suck. I've already said my case in the hallway. I don't know if anyone was listening, maybe a friend. But I wasn't loving the bet, and I actually ended up not even betting it because I've never seen never seen them play. I don't know soccer, and the proof is in the pudding. Apparently, they're not even the best. Dude, it. I got up and watched that game. 2 a.m. Told you I, it was 2 a.m., damn it. I know it's 2 a.m., and I watched it, and it looked – we have no creativity on offense. We can't string three passes together. It's unbelievable how we're supposed to be the best team in the world, and we can't put one pass, two pass, three passes in a row without turning it over. And I told you we needed more from Trinity Rodman. They benched her ass. That's how bad it, she was. She didn't even start. That tells you that me as a coach, I know what's going on on that field. A critique I heard was they need to play the bench more. I don't know if they need to play the bench Did more. Did you hear that on PTI? I, I don't know. I don't know what the problem is, but our midfield is god-awful. Like we, they, they, It seems like every team we play, they pass circles around us. They, do, 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 they do, need do, that do, UPS do. driver that you guys got. Yeah, we do. Now, our goalie's not bad. But she really hadn't been tested, but when she does get tested, I mean, oh, Wait, scary. your goalie's a woman? No, no, I'm talking about on the women's oh, team. I was going to say, color me sexist. I, the whole time, thought the UPS driver was a male. He is a male. Thank you. He's, he, he's a big male. Uh, but yes, watching the USA women's, it was uninspired, just crap. They, they All they do, they have no nothing creative on offense. Everything is a through ball. Through where they just try to kick it over the top, flick it over. There's no give and go. There's no oh backdoor cut, hit you know cross it, head at the back post. None of that. There's none. Of, there's no excitement. You watch it and it's just like oh my god, they are so bad. They're good at the knee balls. They're very opinionated. I always see them in the news, but apparently they're not great at soccer. I mean, they're the two-time World Cup defending champions. They need to be paid more. And they are acting like. They've already won a third. They Wait, a- we've won it the last two years or th- two World Cups. <laughs> Good thing I didn't bet it. I would have almost thought that was guaranteed another one. Dude, <laughs> you, we are so far. We're supposed to be so far better than everybody else. We're regressing. And we look so awful. What? I- what is that? Heart? Is it coaching? I saw a clip, a video clip on SportsCenter on my phone, Instagram. 
I wasn't on my phone. We were talking about it earlier. And they had kids kicking in Brazil. Apparently in Brazil, you go to a beach, every kid has a ball in the air. Is that the difference? Here at Destin, there's somebody drinking a beer, one guy doing a freaking motorboat. <laughs> well, our women's team, I think, is so far more advanced. Like, the world is gonna ca- is catching up. But we had the resources, and we uh, put money into women's sports a lot earlier than these other countries did. Mars is good at soccer. Women's had, women had more rights here or earlier. They played soccer earlier. Interesting. So we dominated the women's side of soccer early on. The Nigerias, the Panama. I don't know where, but they just weren't as advanced. They didn't put the resources in women's sports as they are now. So they're starting to catch up with us. Like, Panama. The Panama Canal scored three goals against France. I saw that high scoring. We did over three and a half. Thank you. The parlay already lost the night before. Not great. Anyways, they scored three goals and USA scored zero. The Panama Canal can muster up more goals against France than we can in a single game. And I'll hang up and listen. Uh, The Netherlands, they beat Vietnam 7-0. 7-0. That's a that's a solid team. That is what we were supposed to do to Vietnam, and that's why after the first game when they only won three you to nothing, it. I came in here and I said, "Oh my God, the USA does not. They don't look good. They're not good." I wonder if there's still the people at bars watching it because I remember there'd be people at movie screens at pools were playing it. Dude, they were showing it live. They would go, "Oh, here's a live look at a bar in New York, and it's packed." Dude, what did you go to? Where you left the podcast early and you went to a bar. Was that Men's World that Cup? That was Men's World Cup. Got it. So they all just have been in the last year. Yes. Okay. Ours was, the men was supposed to be last summer, but it was too hot in Qatar, so they had to do, or Qatar, whatever it's called, so they had to do it in the, the winter because it was too damn hot. Got it. So, I mean, watching the women, and our, our best girl, Lavelle, she's out the next game. When we play Sweden, she can't play because she got two yellow cards. Well, that's she, a loss. So, uh, Bad against. No, no. If we, if we lose, we're out of the World Cup. Mm. This is it. I thought it's the group stage. No, we ju- – we ba- no, no. <laughs> Go, dude, let me tell you. <laughs> this was Portugal's first ever World Cup for women. Uh, I thought they're good at soccer They over had there. never made the World Cup in women's soccer. They're right next to Greece and Spain and Italy. I understand that. But they finally make the World Cup, and they dominated the entire game. Dominated. Passing around, passing around. Had so many more chances than we did. They got it in stoppage time. They beat our defense. The girl is in, and I'm like, it's over. Game over. We are. We have lost. She rips the shot the goalie, no chance. <laughs> passed her. Looked like the UPS driver. I mean, passed her. It was going. Ding! Hits off the post. Oh my! I screamed. And the kids are gonna wake up. It was two a.m. Mind you. It, no, it was four a.m. at this point because it, it was in the stoppage time. So we're already at four a.m. And I almost woke up the entire house because I screamed and gasped. I was like, what in the... We were that close. I to be, audibly gasped. Dude, it would have been the biggest upset in the history of the Women's World Cup. And it was in the wee hours of the morning. So you know what it would have sounded like in Nashville? <laughs> <laughs> Get in your trash. No, dude, those trash trucks are banging at 4 a.m. Hey, they come early. Dude, they, I hate... Excuse my French, but they tear the shit out of those dumpsters. Here at work... Ba-boom! We're, dude, we're in soundproof rooms every morning, 4.30. I mean, I feel like somebody's about to break in. Up, oh, it's the trash guy just beating the shit out of the trash can. 
Got it. Yes. Yes, so, you got all the paper and cans. I don't know what is wrong with the U.S. I don't know if we don't have any midfielders that don't know how to play soccer because we are getting dominated. We don't have scores. We said that with the men. It carries over to the women. But Alex Morgan's supposed to be a, a dynamite. I mean, she's supposed to be a lights-out scorer, and I understand they're putting two or three people on her. Okay, so there should be other people open, but we have no creativity. USA, USA, what the hell is going on? I know you're not going to know the answer to this. The coach, is he coaching another team, or does he just dust it off every four years? Because maybe he's out. He's aged himself out. No, he is the new. he's a new coach. Okay. We, 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 he took over after the last World Cup. The girl that was the head coach, she retired. I'm pretty sure. I don't know. Maybe she went to coach another team. Randy I don't know. Chastain, the one that had her sports bra on. No, I don't even know her name. But he came in, and he has a great record as the head coach, but something's going on. I don't know what it is, but it's god-awful to watch. I am super nervous. And now we play Sunday morning at 4 a.m. Central, 5 a.m. Eastern, and we play Sweden. And guess what? We played Sweden 2020 opening game of the World Cup. Guess what happened? We won the World Cup then. Sweden whooped our ass 3 nothing. I'm pretty sure. How did we win the World Cup? I don't know. Group stage. It was the group stage, but we can't lose. We, I mean, we didn't even have a dangerous shot on goal the entire game against Portugal. So that from 2 a.m. to 4.20 a.m. when I watched the damn game, there was never like, oh, my God, USA is about to score. I never got like, oh, yeah, they're about to score. That's boring. It was nerve-wracking is what it was. Edge of my seat. And then there was another play. It was a free kick kind of. Like to like the goalie is facing her right, so it's outside the box, up a little bit to the right. And it's four a.m. You haven't even had your eggs and bakey yet. No, I haven't had anything uh, to uh, eat. I am just sitting I have on a the smoothie, honey. I'm having. I'm sitting on the couch. Uh, uh. My wife told me, "Oh, I'll probably get up and watch it with you." Guess what? <sighs> exactly. You she, don't love America. Move she, back home. She never got up and watched it. She's like, "Oh, maybe I'll come down at halftime." Guess what? I'm from Texas. Guess what? What? <laughs> Never came down. Well, guess what? The score's the same as it started. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> no, you missed the heart attack. You missed the heart attack. You missed it all. She has and better blood pressure. She Exactly right, because she already has high blood pressure. She's so she's like a nervous Nelly like you. But Oh, we wouldn't be good together. Yeah, so the girl crosses it on the free kick, and our goalie comes out, and I don't know what she was doing. Completely misses the damn ball. Who? Us or them? Our goalie. UPS driver would be better. And luckily, it He's trickled. A guy, I Ray. mean, luckily it trickled out of bounds. I mean, because she came flailing out, and the girl, the announcer, goes, "Looked like she was a bird flapping in the wind." <laughs> <laughs> Had oh. no idea what the she was doing. Totally missed it. Goes out of bounds. That's the best our country has to offer. God, I dude. mean, there's not a college girl that's better than that. I, I, I don't know. No, because she's out shaking her ass. Yeah. <laughs> She's out on Demumbrium and Broadway getting her NIL money. Or he is. They all are. You see Broadway? You want to know where the sports talent in America is? Drunk. They're all on Broadway. (laughs) So I don't know what's going to happen on Sunday morning. I'm very depressed. They were dancing and celebrating, and Carly Lloyd, who's an ex-player, ripped into him and said, there is no way you should be dancing and celebrating after a performance like that. They should be embarrassed. There's a way to say hi to the fans, thank you to the fans, but that was a pathetic performance. Who but said that, Peyton? Carly Lloyd. Oh, Peyton's the one been saying all that stuff. <sighs> Hell of a tranny, Ray. No, I am. I, I don't know what to say. I, I don't know how to handle this USA team. Well, I don't, you got five days to decompress, and it, it doesn't need to be talked about because if we lose, that's it, right? That's it. That's okay.
But how do you go as an, in as the number one team in the world? Because it's a bunch of people, the same guys that picked the college football top teams, same people that are right now saying the Astros or something or the favorite. or Nobody uh, knows. The only people that damn know are the people that research. Me, I said, I don't believe our damn Facebook page. They say USA Soccer is great. I've never seen them. I was right. No, no. I would love them to surprise me, but the average person doesn't know crap unless you watch game tape, you have stuff to go off of, do your research, that's what my firm says, hang up and listen. Like Haran, I, I mean, she didn't play very well, but... Oh, Harambe? No, Haran. But I'm going to say that I'm glad, because she played a little tentative, because she didn't want to pick up another yellow card, because if she would have picked up a yellow card, she would have missed this game. So she was pretty like, eh, ooh, eh, ah. Like, you know what I mean? She was a little hesitant. She didn't look like her aggressive self, so maybe that's it. But can we get some midfielders that can do something? I mean, it is unbelievable. There's nothing. Creativity, something, do something. Do something different than besides kick it up to Alex Morgan, her try to flick it over her head and run through. Give me something. Give me some creativity. Draw up a play. Draw the flying V up. I don't give a damn. Have a shot on goal. Make it interesting. Do something. Quit rolling the same team out there. We did make a couple switches. We got to do something because Sweden's been kicking ass. They're going to come out fired up. They're hot. I need, and this is what I need. I need someone to tell me where in Boston at 5 a.m. Another Boston plug? You're going to Boston this weekend? Yes. Justin will know. I need to know a bar that is open at 5 a.m. for the USA women's soccer game because I am going to a bar in Boston on Sunday morning to watch the damn game. Go to Patty's on Seaport right next to Northport. But isn't that an Irish bar? I just named a bunch of Irish and streets and thought it would work. Love it. (laughs) Dude, I don't even know the bars there, but I always hit up Justin and I say, what did you get drunk at Patty's last night? That's a great. That's great. I even texted my cousin Andrew, and I said, "So are we gonna?" I said, "Dude, we need to find a bar 5 a.m. to watch the Women's World Cup." And he said, "Shit!" I saw it and I was like, "Well, guess I'm not watching that." But if you're down, sure would be fun. That's family. I think it'd be awesome. I mean, it, you're on vacation. You've got to do the crazy things. In a big city like Boston, they love America. They are going to be celebrating. They're going to be watching USA versus Sweden at 5 a.m., and I need a bar to say, Lunchbox, come on in. Let's go, USA. And you'll go live with the Sore Losers Instagram. And if the game goes south, one of those Southport guys is going to hogtie you and your buddies and family, and they're going to throw you in the harbor. Oh, they might. Uh, yeah, what else are they going to do with two out-of-town Americans? We're from America, right? But we're not from Boston. But you look like out-of-towners. You They're going to blame us for the loss if we come into Boston and they lose. What do you mean, do I know one-eyed Mark? <laughs> <laughs> one-eyed Mark say you could come in here, you mother... <laughs> no, I don't owe you the bounty. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, I, I need I need some suggestions. I mean, oh my gosh! But USA, it has been really bad. I and also it, need a good brunch spot, right? I, I'm not worried about the brunch spot. I am worried about one US, of those boozy brunches. <laughs> I may need boozy brunch after if USA loses to Sweden. I'm going to be very, very depressed. What a horrible 
starter appetizer. Like for what the a terrible! Yeah, no, no, because it's gonna a, be. It'll be Sunday oh. morning, so it's the last day. And we know you're gonna bet it, and you know my flight isn't back out until like five p.m. So if we, lo- I'm up at freaking. I'm at the bar at five. If we lose, I have to wait twelve hours to get on a damn plane. And I'm gonna be depressed all freaking day. It, well, your adrenaline at brunch. That's why people do it because it pumps up their adrenaline. They're ready to drink and take on the day. You guys' adrenaline is going to be at peak performance around 7 a.m. Oh, my gosh. This is a recipe for disaster. And then we have the rest of the day. You can't go back to the hotel because checkout's at 11, man. There, win or lose, there's no coming down from that. There's no way you can go back to bed if they win. And if they lose, you're going to drink, you know, anger drink. Anger bang, Ray. Well, I'm not going to anger bang. Andrew, you're not, no, we're not anger banging, Andrew. I can just anger bang something. Oh, get the hell away from me. Batter's box, we're not anger banging, all right? <laughs> Dad, I'm, gonna, Dad. Hey, I'm anger banging this trash can. <laughs> that's the Astros, man. That's the uh, Astros. Uh, hey, they got another piece. Oh, USA, USA. We'll be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister, on the iHeartRadio app, 
Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Dude, the Astros. It was a blockbuster day in Major League Baseball. It was awesome. I mean, Scherzer to the Rangers, Verlander to the freaking Astros. Let's go. I mean, this is what we're talking about. And the biggest one, Jack Flanagan to the Orioles. Flaherty. I need him to win the division. Flaherty, <laughs> not Flanagan. <laughs> and then, and then who, who got – did they get Jordan Montgomery too? I don't know about that. I didn't see that. But then the Rockies dumped their whole team. C.J. Crone and Gruchek both went to the Angels. Angels could be a contender bro. outside. No, no, bro. What? You might want to take a flyer on the Angels to win the World Series. Uh, they're pitching at Atani outside of that very weak. Especially they got Giolito. Their mid is really bad. But their lineup. Well, didn't they just get sodomized? They got beat like five to one. They are getting, <laughs> listen, if they can get Trout back. Yeah, Trout's, their team's hurt. Their lineup is stacked. I know. They got a bunch of no-name guys. They got a guy in right that's good. Gruchek, I don't know where they're putting him. CJ Crone ain't even playing and still getting hits. I mean, their lineup is about to be really stacked, and I think they could. I mean, stacked do, lineups don't win it. Right, they right. You need win. you need pitching, but they just can't win. They've had Atani and Trout for years and haven't done anything. They don't have that stud pitcher. Well, Otani, right? Forgot about him. But besides <laughs> that, yeah, yeah, their rotation has always been their weakness. Like they always score twelve runs, but they give up thirteen. But everybody getting tra- I mean, but it's crazy. They go for it. When they're three and a half, four games out of the wild card, not even out of winning the division, out of the wild card, and they traded prospects, prospects, hey, let's go for it. Well, the reason they said the Angels have the 30th worst team in the minor leagues. Really? Yeah, so this guy said if this doesn't work, I like your World Series as a flyer, why not, that they're not going to be good for seven years. He said this puts them back seven years if this doesn't work. But they're also also (laughs) trying to send a message to Otani that, hey, Shohei, we are serious about winning. We do not, because he's a free agent after this year. Sorry to our Anaheim listeners. And, and Giolito is a free agent after this year, so they're going for it. They're trying to say, Shohei, hey, look, man, don't leave. We're willing to give up prospects. We are going to put a winning team around you. We will figure out a way. We will do everything it takes to putting a winning team around you. Yeah. I, I like that we got some trades, though. I mean, the West thankfully I didn't do that bet that the uh, Rangers Astros we just told people to do it because that's going to be narrowed all the way to the end oh dude it's awesome (laughs) I mean it is going to be such a good race and I don't know how many more times they play this year but that's must see TV the the Orioles and the Rays they've got to play a few more times this year must see TV yeah I can't believe the Orioles I'm glad they're winning the division but dude Tampa and the Orioles just keep both keep winning keep winning I mean honestly I was confident in my bet but I believe Tampa's probably won 8-10, and Baltimore's won 8-10. We could easily be four games back, but we just both keep winning. You're a big Orioles guy. I right? didn't realize you. I didn't, I've never seen you in Orioles gear. Well, hey, best closer in the game, Felix Bautista. I love him. Now Jack Flanagan. You, you don't get a better one-two punch between Flanagan and who's their other guy? Jumi? Something like that. I mean, I don't know which one you're talking about. Kramer? Kramer? Gibson? Cream job is number three. Gibson's uh, Rodriguez? Four, maybe him. But, I mean, there's another no-name rotation. I'm trying to think, yeah, they, I mean, their rotation is very random. I love their hitters. I love Mountcastle. You got the boys up south. You, Mullins is coming back. 
You got Rushman. Rushman. You got Gunner Henderson. Oh, dude, let me tell you, Gunner. That boy can play some baseball. Let me tell you. And guess who they got in the minor leagues? They got a boy called Holiday. Holiday. Double A. He's going to come up soon. The Orioles are the opposite of Anaheim. Baltimore is going to be good for the next seven years. And I'll hang up and listen. Hell of a stuff. Let me tell you about Gunner. Gunner sucked <laughs> for about two months, three months of this season. Sucked. Nephew told me about him. Dude, I drafted him so early in fantasy because uh, uh, I was uh, like, that's my dude. Gunner Henderson. He's going to be a badass. Watch this boy play some baseball. And I'm going to tell you what. Two or three months into the season, he was hitting 187. Gunner, I'll get my gun. And I said, Gunner, your ass is going to the bench because I kept putting him in my damn lineup, kept putting him in my lineup, kept putting him in my damn lineup, thinking, oh, one of these days, Gunner's going to hit the damn baseball. Gunner's going to realize why he was a top prospect. And let me tell you, my patience paid off because I was this close, this close to dropping his ass. And then he started, okay, two hits. Okay, a home run. Okay, three hits. And all of a sudden, Gunnar Henderson is a man. Yep. Gunnar Henderson is hitting that baseball all over the park, and I'm like, now we're talking Gunnar Henderson. Now I can get see why the hype is real. You are the real deal. Do they do they pull up a holiday for postseason? They probably will. Dang. Like Gunnar Henderson, I mean, he has gotten his average all the way up to 247. 30. Wow, I didn't know that. I all the it. way up from like 187. He's got 18 homers, 49 RBIs. I mean, he Gunner, thank you for waking up. Yesterday, he was 3 of 5, two runs scored, a home run, and four RBIs. Let's go, Gunner. job, Gunner. I mean, um, I'm all in on the Orioles. Adley Rushman, he's on my team. Well, we got him at 230. The reason I say that, it, I mean, 230 is a D. It's not an extreme flyer like the Angels win in the World Series, but it's a semi-flyer. So I was like, oh, this is something to try and place. Now it's they're the favorite to win. and But but it is neck and neck. So it, we're watching every night at the house, Amazon Prime. Shout out. No discount. 30 a month. Do you want my segments or do you <laughs> yeah, want to push I, them I, out? No, no. I, I do want your segments. But I want it. What else was it? I mean. Ray, I want to talk about cell phones. No, no. What, who else got traded? Oh, the one trade I don't understand. Rodriguez from the Tigers, right? Well, I mean, we named the big guys. No, no. Eduardo Rodriguez. He's badass. I think his name's Eduardo. I don't know. I don't care about Julio. But he is a badass, dude, and he got traded to the Dodgers. Dodgers said, hey, we want you, man. We need we need a pitcher. This dude's lights out, like a 230 ERA. Ooh, that could be your World Series champion because the Dodgers needed a pitcher. Yeah. Oh, the I pot. mean, Granky, or what's his name? Kirsch. Ain't what he used to be. Right, no, not he's even not. close. Walker Bueller, hurt. Yeah. Everybody's hurt. They needed another arm, and I guess they got it. Yeah. They got the bats. No, no, no. And then Eduardo said, nah, man. Oh, but how did it happen? Well, he had a no. He had a ten-team no trade clause. He could reject a trade to ten teams, and one of them was his Dodgers. He said, "No, nah, I'm good. I don't want to go." Why? Can you tell me why, Eduardo? You don't want to go from the shitty ass Tigers, the I mean, next to last place Tigers. Instead, you don't want to go pitch for a first place team battling for a playoff spot. Explain to me your reasoning. Maybe I don't understand it. Maybe. You don't feel comfortable in the big city, but Detroit's a big city. Maybe you don't want the pressure. Explain to me why you would ever say, you know what? No, I'm good here sucking ass in Detroit. Detroit's beautiful in early August, early September. It's the weather. Who was the biggest pitcher, Trey? It was the Verlander and the Scherzer. Scherzer. I heard that Baltimore was actually supposed to get one of them. They said it was kind of in talks, but it never ended up transpiring. Uh, I don't know. I think they were trying to go after Verlander. Verlander. 
But that would have been sick. And I got a question. How weird is it? The Astros. Okay, I don't maybe I don't understand why Verlander left. Right. And then they brought him back. Right. Now you just bang exes. That's what I mean. You just go back to the ex chick so quick. Gave me an idea, right? Was it because the Mets offered him more money, and then the Astros were like, "No, we're not going to pay you that much." And then smash cut. Here we are. Oh, you know what? Actually, we'll pay you that money, dude. Just come over here. Come come, come back. It's we, that, we're going to give up there, prospects for you. There's no loyalty. I just had to talk with an overnight guy the other day, and he told me the new generation, the reason they're so much smarter than us, there's no loyalty. They just job hop. There's a better job, boom, better benefits, vacation time, health insurance. He said he stuck with the same company for 20 years, and he's not nearly as smart as these kids right out of college that are just job hopping because they have to to attract empl- kids. So they have to say, hey, we got these benefits. Oh, you're going to get four weeks vacation. He said, dude, that's the reason they're the smartest generation. They threw loyalty out the window. Divorce divorce rate will be through the roof. But uh, I digress. So job hopping is the new thing. Yeah. Where you're not you're not going to meet people that have been at a company for 20 years. It's going to be like, I was at this company for two. Then I went to this company for a year. Then I went there for three years. Then I was at this company for three years. Then I jumped over here and I was there for a year and a half. So you're telling me people aren't going to settle down into these companies for a long time. It's job hopping is the way to go. And let's hope that doesn't end up crossing over into marriages. Probably won't. It's just a one-off. But job hopping is huge, dude. What you're doing 20 years at a company, your kids will never do. (laughs) What you're doing. You've been there how many years? 12 years. Yeah. Never. Never. So, I mean, that's the thing. If you have a company right now, you get in kids, you work their ass, send them on the road, Verlander. He did his six months in New York. Boom, get him back to Houston. And that's what he's doing. Bring I mean, Kate, I, feel, I, Kate. I, I do feel bad for Mets fans right now. Like, that's a I, bad team. I don't know any Mets fans. I don't know if they're out there. I don't know if we have any that listen. They got but, that New Jersey tank guy. But good God, they thought they were going to be amazing. Right, but they're they have, first of all, they just lost Verlander. They lost Verlander, Scherzer. They lost their closer. They lost everybody. They traded everyone. They're 500. They suck. They absolutely suck, but their their owner came in and he spent all this money. So going into this season, it was supposed to be like, holy hell, we got Scherzer, we got Verlander, we are going to be bad freaking ass, and they suck. And then they decide, oh, you know what? This ain't working. We're getting out of here. And they told Scherzer, 2024 is going to be a transition year. So that means next year they're going to suck. It was for a lot of people, right? So you had all these high expectations. This is exactly what... Sean Payton was talking about. You can have an all-star team on paper. You can have the best team on paper, the glitz and the glamour, signing all these guys. But does it equate to wins when it comes to, like what he's talking about with the Jets? They got all these, oh, we're signing this guy. We're signing this guy. Winning the headlines because they're signing big-name guys. But it doesn't always work. Win the bedroom. And also, Peyton went against company code, apparently, by talking about another head he coach. Broke, he, he broke the coach's code. Bro code, Ray. Bro code. Coach's code. You don't you don't bash another coach. You don't kiss and tell. Why? If a coach sucks, why can't you say he sucked? Because it's code. Unwritten rules. Yeah. So you're telling me, like in baseball, if you break one of the unwritten rules, they hit you on purpose? They're doing away with a lot of those, and it's awesome. So you're telling me. You can pimp home runs now. You can throw bats, kids. You can slide into second base with an ice cream cone like Deli does. Have you seen it? No. He has a sliding pad that's like an ice cream oh, cone. Oh, they all have those now. I mean, they're dude, they're oven was, mitts. Where was that when I was a kid? Oh, they're protecting awesome. the hand, man. Yeah, I got my hand all dug up. I, I now have ranch hands. Thanks.
Oh, no. Uh, 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 let me feel them, right? Now, Ray, <laughs> you want to do a segment where you want to win some people some money. You want to break something now. We'll do it right after this break. I'm sorry I made you wait so long. I just felt like those were huge, important moments. And we'll be right back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's your segment? All right, this is two small segments in one. I got my papers here. Whoa, you're telling me you got the script or you did research? I actually did some prep. I had, uh, oh, 10 seconds of free time. So we were talking about NFTs and Top Shot. You know how you said you oh lost money. Oh, my God, money. dude. What was your card and what what'd you lose on it? I, I had a Giannis that was like, God, it was up to almost $300. Like, I, I got it for, I had a I had some collection thing where I had enough. So I got this free card, and it went up to like $300. Now it's 12 bucks. God, so, it's so annoying. It, I mean, it depreciated 99%, let's say. Yeah. All right, so listen to this. 
NBA Top Shot, which is what you're talking about, and it's these cards that are on the internet. Electronic. Yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> I still get the damn emails. Hey, we're having a pack. You want a pack? No, I don't want a pack. I'm fr- done with your stupid ass thing. So here is the decrease. NFT sales in July of 21. You hear me? Yeah. 22 million. In July of 22, 8 million, which is maybe when you bought in or yeah. were you 21? No, it's probably 22. All right. So it's already right there. It's depreciating. And now it went from 22 million two years ago, 2 million NFT sales this year. Ugh. It dropped 20 million. I mean, it says 91% decrease from two years ago. I Ugh. mean, the, the electronic cards are done. They were so stupid Which to begin with. Which is what you and Eddie did. No, no. Yeah, I, Ray, a lot of things are done with Eddie. Ray, you know what? Yeah, everything's done with Eddie. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I told you from the beginning when it came out, I said, this is the stupidest thing in the world. I don't understand it. I don't understand why people are buying it. I don't understand why it's such a big deal. I said, but if there is money to be made, guess what I'm going to do? I'm going to go head first, dive into that, and I'm going to try to make some damn money. And all I did was lose money, lose money, lose money. And that is why I got to thank marriage because, dude, I would have been investing with you guys if it was my own personal income. We combined our accounts in 2020. This was kind of started in 2021. Dude, I would have been I would have been doing that as much as gambling. I never bought one NFT. Because of marriage, I saved so much money. How do you feel? Do you feel better? Do you feel like awesome. a Guys, that's one of the many benefits of marriage. I Baser would have never let me buy that dumbass shit. <laughs> Whereas my wife, we have, we have separate accounts, but she was still like, did you get a pack? Did you get a pack? Did you get a pack? She was into it because I sold her on the vision of selling one of these NFTs for thousands of dollars. And so she would literally, did you get a pack? Did you get a pack? And if I couldn't be at the computer, guess what she would do? She would get in the queue and try to get me a pack. Oh, okay. You got a queue worker for you. Yeah, she would get in the queue. Like, if I'm going to get a haircut, she would get in the queue at the house, and she would buy the pack. And we got nothing. We never struck gold. Like our buddy Mike, who the first pack he opened got the Luca, sold it for $1,000, the first pack. And when he told me that, I was hooked. But as of right now, that doesn't happen anymore. No. It did happen. It's like crack, dude. It gets weaker and weaker, and you got to do more and more and more. Luckily, I was able to go to rehab, and I don't do it anymore. (laughs) And I still get these stupid emails. It's your chance to get your hands on an all-rookie pack. No, thank you. No, I don't want a damn pack. I'm done with your stupid-ass packs. All right, are you ready for my way to win some money? Yeah, I mean, NBA Top Shot, you want to know how many times they email me? Let's just go to my email. Oh, three hours left. Score a huge pack. Exclusive app only pack drop. They email me at least three times a day. Earn a pack, hit it big. Live now, join the pack drop. Extra spice pack drop with Steph Curry legendary anthology. Three hours left. Off season playbook pack. Uh, drop another one. All the thrill for just five dollar pack mini packs. Your chance to get in on the football action. I mean, they email me almost every single day. Because you also you can also block those, but they they're invested in you because you put hundreds into them. Yeah. yeah. Now open the series one vault. I don't want it. 
Snapshot day, MVP and All-NBA first team. Don't want it. NFT dick pic. Don't want it. God, happy 4th of July. Get a pack. No, I don't want a pack. Look at my sack pack. Hey, firework pack. No, I don't want it. Oh, here it is. <laughs> That's God. an audio NFT. Oh, NBA Top Shot. 17 hours left. Climb the leaderboard. Win a rookie Top Shot debut moment. No, I don't want to. Oh. All right. Can we oh, transition? 24 hours left. Get Derrick Henry's 99-yarder. Well, I saw that one on TV. Dodd saw it live. Is it the one that he ran here? I Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, didn't. I mean, it was the run heard around the world. Where were you? You watch women's soccer, but you don't know yeah, Derrick yeah. Henry's 99-yard run? Did it, win a, did it win a playoff game? Did it win a Super Bowl? No, no it was no. just a regular season game, so I'm sure it was awesome. Yeah. But I didn't want to get i didn't miss my chance to get an unforgettable moment guess what it is an unforgettable moment because i've already forgot about it <laughs> so the email lied <laughs> and speaking of seeing that run the email don't lie dude a guy i went to high school with was there last night when framber threw the no hitter that's pretty bad there was a no hitter last night yeah astros framber to- valdez no hit the indians i, I mean guardians god <laughs> you're bleep. gonna get hey, bleep it bleep it bleep it you're gonna get bleep canceled. it hurry well no don't worry just Justin's, bleep it no. bleep it Justin still, in his text messages, calls it the Indians. And I'm like, Justin, if they ever read our text, we're going to get canceled. Well, did you know? They're the, called the Guardians. The commanders, the new owners, are talking about maybe changing the name. To what? They don't know. They oh. said at the end of this season, we may look at changing the name. Maybe back to Redskins, maybe to something else. Oh, so Redskins is good now? I, I don't know. Oh. I'm just I don't know, you, Ray. I'm not going either side of that one. I, I don't know. I just read that they were talking about maybe switching it. Now you want to switch to football. Yes. So this is how you can make some money. Our investment firm, we're not a gambling advice. We're an investment firm. You invest. So the Jaguars are the favorites to win the division. But every, The AFC South. AFC South. Every expert has them winning under 10 and a half games. And so I brought to you, on paper, the Titans schedule. So that means the Jags would finish up 10 and 7. So the Titans need to finish 11-6 and six to beat the Jags. Every expert has the Jags. I watched 10 sports centers and 30 PTIs. Everybody says the Jags are under 10.5. Actually, some said 9-8. and eight. But Vegas has them winning the division. That's why it's flawed. The Titans are three to four times your money, and they're going to win more than 10 games. And that's all they have to do to win the division. It's the Jags, it's the Titans, it's the Texans. I don't even remember the last team. The Colts, Ray. They're literally an hour north. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. We're going to go down the schedule. And this is me being generous. Titans could go 12-5, All the Titans have to do, because actually they would hold the tiebreaker because I think they're going to split. So let's just, the Titans only have to go 10 and 7 or 11 and 6 would mean they'd win the division. Every expert has the Jags under 10. Game 1 Saints. I have it as a win. Is it at Saints? Yeah. That's tough. It could be a loss. Yeah. All right, we'll give you a loss. Against Los Angeles, win the Rams. Okay. It doesn't matter. Cups hurt. He ain't even going to be playing in that game. Yeah, he hurt his hammy. And the Rams are bad. Uh Cleveland, Deshaun Watson. They're going the Browns are going to be good. All right, so that's another loss. So we have one win so far. Just keep track of the wins. Okay. we got to get to 10. 
because that would be a tie with the Jags, and then it would be and a then it comes down tiebreaker, yeah. which will take our chances at three times your money. All right, next one, Cincinnati. If oh, Burrow is, is hurt. If Burrow is hurt, it's a win. Thank Bur- you. Give me two wins. Okay. Indianapolis. Win. win. Baltimore. Lost. Loss. Atlanta. Win. Win. I mean, that's simple. Pittsburgh. Win. At Pittsburgh or at, at Pittsburgh? Loss. All right. Tampa Bay. Win. win. Jacksonville. I put it as a loss. Okay. Because uh, Car- you're going to split. Yeah. Carolina. Win. Win. They're playing against a quarterback that's shorter than me, Bryce Young. Okay. Win. Thank you. Indianapolis. Loss. Put it as a loss because I feel like they're going to split. Going to split. Miami. Loss. loss. Agree there totally. Houston. Win. I don't even think they have a quarterback. Okay. Who do they play with? As a running back as the quarterback? Seattle. At Seattle? No, home to Seattle. Oh, that's tough. Okay. I I give them a loss. Okay, give them a loss. What are we at right now? Seven wins. We have two left. Houston. Okay, win. Win. Jacksonville. We said that split. Win. Titans, 10 and 7. As long if they could beat Seattle, if they could beat uh Miami, if they could beat uh Baltimore, that's the one win we need. Or it can be a tie and they okay. still win the division. Titans are gonna be ten to seven by the math that we just did. So hear me, God, hallelujah. Okay. Now, you think it's easy, right? To what? To win ten games. Do you know how many teams in the NFL won ten or more games last year? But the Titans are in the easiest division where you play the most of your games. Uh, six, seven, eight, nine teams won ten or more games. Okay. So you're telling me the Titans are one of the top nine teams in the NFL because of their division? Yes, they and, were in a, they were in a weak division last year. And oh, I just forgot I made this Excel spreadsheet before they got D Hop. Point proven. They go eleven and six. Titans win the division three times your money. Our investment firm fully backs this. The Sizzin and Lunchbox investment firm with the Sore Losers Nation is in full support of Titans at 3.5 times your money to win the division. We back Baltimore. Remember that? We back the Denver Nuggets. Remember that? We back the Vegas Knights. Remember that? We back the Vegas Aces when they were even money. They're now minus 400. We are backing winners. Winners. Our investment firm doesn't miss. We back the USA women. Oh, man. They haven't won shit. Well, I don't. We didn't fully back them. We only semi backed them. Hey, we backed the freaking Boston Bruins. <laughs> oh no, no! When they sent us a box in the mail, and then we backed someone else, and then we backed <laughs> someone else, and then went up the when the Golden Knights were up 2-0, we backed the Golden Knights. Hey, we don't care. We'll sell up the river if it can go. <laughs> we're snake oil salesmen. Find us in your local parking lot. Our firm doesn't <laughs> lose. Hey. Our flag flies, but guess what? We'll switch flags real quick. <laughs> ah, we're cooking, Ray. We are lit. I mean, I don't even remember who it was, but Ray said, bet this team. And then two days later, don't bet this team. We are elite. We told you Rangers when they were two times your money. It's now even Ooh, money. No, 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 that's just dangerous. The Orioles when it was way long gone, and now they're the favorite. Oh, boy. Our firm doesn't miss. I also hit on boxers, and I should have told everybody Crawford. I knew he was going to beat the hell out of that guy this weekend.
Oh, we had it as part of the parlay. That's why I had more money in the account. But the parlay lost. No, that weekend parlay hit. I was just trying to go for a little midweek parlay. Missed it by one because the Marlins couldn't score a run. They scored one. They won one to nothing. It was Al Contreras and Waro Rot Sanchez. Those guys give up four runs each. What does that equal? Eight. They scored one run total. So ended up losing the parlay because of that. Because of that. So I, I had a weekend parlay hit. I was trying to get a little midweek mid-roll. I'll wait for another weekend parlay. Good. And we're going to take a break. We got some more gambling talk. And I mean, this, hey, what we're about to talk about is going to be happening more and more and more and more. We are just seeing this, the glimpse of what's happening in football and baseball. I know what you're talking about. And I'll tell you right after this. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What am I talking about? Gambling. Gambling. 100%. All the kids getting popped. The Iowa State quarterback. 
Faulkner has been betting on Iowa State football. Not even him. Another kid on the team was betting twenty thousand on sports. Uh, no, he was the on the quarterback. Was betting three grand. The, the guy that went to the NFL was betting twenty thousand. Yes, and he got suspended from the NFL for betting on NFL games. Correct. But then they looked back, and when he was at Iowa State, he was betting then too. Yes, and then there's a wrestler. The wrestler is a state champ. Has bet, and he's uh, been like, betting. He, he's been betting like eighty thousand. <laughs> no, he was like eight thousand. I thought there was three. I mean, the NFL guy was the one betting the most, twenty grand. The quarterback was betting three grand, and the wrestler was right around three grand too. No, no, no. It has the wrestler was maybe eight grand. Let me look. That's I, some insane college money. I guess it's NIL. NIL. They're taking the, hey, I'm glad that NIL is helping them, you know, really get farther Damn, ahead man. in life. They are now betting on freaking football. Dude, and the quarterback was underage, and you have to be yes. 21 years old to gamble. His parents, parents. were helping him gamble <laughs> because it, they had to fraudulently do it on the website I and mean, log in. I've heard of parents uh, buying kids uh, alcohol. Uh, I've heard kids, you know, parents hey giving mister, them. Hey, mister. Letting them go to a bar when they're underage. I have uh, never heard have a butt of parents saying, here, get this betting app. We'll sign it for you. We'll set it up for you and make it look like you're of age. Unbelievable. And what the stats don't show is what's the most fascinating part, which we would love to hear. Was he betting for his team or against it? That's a great question. Yeah. It doesn't say they didn't have any details or amount. It had total bets were like 800 for one of the guys. Total amounts, we said 2,000. Yeah, the the Deckers kid, he is the starter for all 12 games last year. He bet around $2,799. Hundreds of bets. Hundreds of bets. Hundreds of bets. But it never said if it was for or against. Right. It did not say that. Uh, it's, it said they uh, statistically knew that he bet on the game against Iowa, Georgia, Iowa A State. sophomore football player made 113 online bets worth $3,075 with 12 wagers on Iowa State football games. Uh, the wrestler, he won the Big 12 title as a freshman, and he placed about 1,283 bets online worth more than $45,000. There were approximately 25 bets on Iowa State athletic events. That is crazy. And then the NFL guy made 801 bets, 801 bets for online 20, for 21,000 <laughs> with four wagers on Iowa State football games. They like to bet football, right? No. This is going to happen more and more. We are going to see more stories about this. So they have lost their starting quarterback. He is his right, lawyer. He played every game last year. He was the starter. He was going to be the starter uh, this year. So now they're Iowa State's going to blow. Good luck, Texas. You'll win by 20. They uh, The lawyer says he is going to step away from football right now, but he's going to plead not guilty. But they have it all there. He's had an account. And guys, remember, they're all in bed together. The gambling companies with the lotteries in every state, all of them keep notes with each other and then the feds so that you're going to get caught. It's all connected, and it's all connected to your driver's license. They know where you live. They find you geolocating. They know where the bets were placed. So they're going to find you. You're going to get found. All these, even the kid with his parents betting, they're going to track your parents. Dude, are there parents? I mean, what's going to happen to the wonder, parents? I wonder if it's illegal for the parents to bet on your team. I don't know. That they're, Again, That's this a is good uncharted question. waters. Like, like is, uh, is... But if it is, if his parents were all about him betting, dude, why didn't they just keep it in their name? That's weird. That's a great question. It, it, like, no, 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 Joe Burrow, t- can his dad bet on the Bengals? Uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, because that's NFL. I'm guessing. But no, no, but he he may have insider knowledge. Like I don't know if you're allowed to, like Joe Burrow could be like, "Hey, man, I don't know this game this week. Um, Joe Mixon's not going to be playing." Dad's like, "What? Yeah, Joe Mixon's out. So our game plan is going to be pass heavy, and they have a they have the number one pass defense. Not sure about this week. Maybe a rough one for us." Dad goes to the counter. I want to bet fifty thousand on the freaking Jets over the Bengals. See, that's what gets red flagged. That's what gets the Alabama coach busted. Yeah, buddy in Cincinnati bet the game. Big amounts, yes. They don't give a crap about 500, 800. Well, they ain't betting a lot. Right, but they're in college. That's why they got popped. But they can't bet on their – I mean, this is – The parents can. They really can. And honestly, it's all tied to phones, too. So it could have been the, in the parent's name, but the kid was on his phone betting with, for his parents. But they could see it was on his phone, the feds, because they're all connected. To right, the, they're all connected. To the Verizon services and all that. That's how they found it out. These kids thought they were above, but it's all tied together, and they have access to all of it. Yeah. Uh, but I am headed to Boston this weekend, and I just want to say that I'm a little offended by something my dad keeps doing. He keeps talking about the trip. Kid, you care if I go? I love to double up in hotels. And he, well, we do have a problem. There's only two beds, and there's three of us in the room. It's me, my dad, and my brother. Two plus one equals three, kid. So I, I believe since I'm the one that planned the whole trip, I get my own bed, and dad and brother have to sleep in the same bed. Usually when the drinks are flowing, it may not be a heavily influenced alcohol trip. You can do somebody in the closet on the floor. Billy, sometimes we'd wake up. Billy and his t- chick would be shagging in the closet. I was getting my coat. Sorry, uh, guys. <laughs> Good morning, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I do I do plan on taking earplugs when I go to Boston because my dad snores really freaking loud. It was only guys in this room, I thought. But my dad keeps talking about the trip to people like, Keith, kid, yeah, we're going to Boston. And he talks to neighbors. He talks to this person, talks to that person, talks to my sister. And he's like, yeah, Ken and Andrew are going. It should be pretty, a pretty good time. No, no, no. What about your two sons are also going? It should be a good time. He only says, yeah, we're pretty excited. You know, Andrew and Ken are going to be there. It should be fun. Hello? How do you know he's not saying you? I have an inside source. Oh. My mom. My mom's like, you know your dad, whenever he talks about the trip. If he's talking about the trip, it's a big deal. Maybe you didn't get mentioned. But he only, she goes, he tells the neighbor, yeah, it's pretty exciting because Ken and Andrew are going to be there, so we should have a good time. Like, she's like, he has never mentioned you or Batter's Box about being on the trip. You got to think of it. This will probably be one of those trips he remembers for the rest of his life. 100%. We've got to cram it all into 48 hours. That's the problem. Yeah. We're going to going to the game on Friday night and going to the game on Saturday. Oh, Let's don't go. worry. I did the same thing in Chicago. Met my sister, nephew, Baser. Baser went with me. I didn't just meet her. Sorry. Rode the L, Wrigley Field, the little boat that goes into Chicago River. Did it all in about 24 hours. You're racing to places. Yes. Hey, do you like that food? Cool. We're off to Magnificent. Hurry up. Hey, hurry up. Finish it. Finish uh, it. Finish uh, it. Uh, hey, I'm going to swim back from the Navy Pier. Save a minute. Uh, See you guys. Oh, here. I, I'm Jim. I'm your waiter. Did you guys park it? No, we didn't park it. We, we, we walk. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to give you a minute to go over the menu. No, no, no. We'll just order now. We'll order now. We got to go. We got to go. We got to get to that duck boat tour because then we got to get off the duck boat tour. Then we got to go see Cheers Bar. Then we got to go. Then we got to go be on the Freedom Trail. Then we got to go on the Freedom Trail. Then we got to go to Fenway. So we don't have time to look over the menu. Let us order now. Did everybody have a nice two-hour sleep last night? Nice. Let's start the day. Ah, I feel great. Yeah. So uh, there we go. All right. Have a good Wednesday. And also, you slip the driver an extra dollar. They'll find you the shortcut. They'll find you the quickest way to Fenway. Oh, really? The train driver? I think it's a straight shot. Oh, okay. I figure we're going to take the train. Uh, Careful on the train.
Uh, I've seen some pictures. Okay. Justin will send them. I mean, it's it's sometimes it's he calls them uh, the people that don't see the sunlight. It's like herm not hermits, but uh, crabs. It, um, yeah. So it basically they're ne- they're one phase away. From a bunch of people that are close to body bags. Oh, so, corpses. Yes. Got it. That's he literally calls it that. Corpses got Dude. off the train. There's four corpses in the hallway. <laughs> That's like l- last summer. <laughs> We, when we were in Florida last summer, and my kid busted his head open, we go to the ER, the ER that's closest to where we were staying, and I have never walked into a more sad ER in my life. Uh, cut up no. uh, shark bites. No. Really, really old people. Oh, Florida. Just like, they looked like corpses, dude. <laughs> I told I've my, got an emergency. I told my wife, I was like, I am leaving this ER. And I'm going to drive him to the children's hospital, which is 35 minutes away, because there are eight corpses just sitting there. They, they have not moved. They really look like dead bodies sitting in wheelchairs. It was so sad. But, I mean, it, they're, they're emer- they were emergency, right? I, I, get, I mean. I choked on my pill. I haven't been able to breathe. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. All right, well, any emergency room. Good God. You go to one in Miami, one oh. guy's cut up. The other guy's got a bottle over his head. Hey, sew him up. Get him out of here. Next one in. <laughs> That's why you got to roll the truck. Yep. yep yeah, yeah. yeah. All right. We'll see you Friday. We got to go. I got a soccer game tonight. Maybe we can get our first win of the year. Jeez. I don't know. A lot of soccer. All right. <laughs> we got it, dude. USA. Just brutal. I saw it on my phone, and I swear I saw Portugal hit the post. God. USA hit the post, but they didn't. No, we didn't hit no post. Well, the guy doing ESPN app doing the play-by-play screwed that up. Yeah. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.